Where do I start? How do I train recall? How long should we work on healing before moving on? Is crate training really that important? We hear these questions all the time and there's one answer that will help with all of them. The complete step-by-step dog training course found at Standing Stone Supply. They break down the what, when, where, and how to train your own dog from eight weeks to one year old. They've got it all laid out for you down to even the daily activity checklist to keep you and your puppy on track. Check out standingstonesupply.com and remember to use code GDIY to save 10%. Being an upland hunter in the South nowadays unfortunately means a lot of travel to try and find birds for my dogs. This means it's even more important that my map scouting is reliable to justify the effort. This is where Onyx comes in. I can honestly say that Onyx directly impacts the level of success I find on my trips. Whether it's the private versus public land boundaries, the expanding number of unique layers and features by state, or the 3D mapping capabilities, my initial step in planning my hunting trip starts with Onyx. To know where you're going, you have to first know where you stand. Check out Onyx Hunt Maps and use code GDIY20 at checkout to save 20%. GDIY has partnered with the Bird Dog Society to do monthly bonus check-ins to discuss and announce any news and events that may be of interest for any and all bird dog owners and trainers. There are a lot of factors that impact us as we try to train, hunt, and just live with our dogs. So it is important to recognize the resources we utilize are maintained, improved, and people actually know about them. Please check out the links in the show notes that can direct you where to get involved and show your support. All right, everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Bird Dog Society Update. Jim Burris is my guest again. Jim, how you doing, buddy? Doing great, Nick. How are you? Ah, living the dream as always, man. Uh, so before we kind of get into the update uh, and, and what you guys have going on with Bird Dog Society, because I know you guys have a lot of cool stuff happening this summer, uh, I want to pick your brain a little bit first, because I don't know about you, I've been kind of ramping up my preparation or as as well as anticipation for the season to start here in a couple months but uh you and i man we're headed to colorado to start the season off on ptarmigan and i don't know if you've checked the elevation out there or not but uh i'm just kind of curious what you're doing to to prep if anything for the kickoff to the to the season are you doing anything or are you just going to kind of wing it and see how it how it goes well, I, I guess that there's there's probably three things that I've started to do to get ready for that trip. Um, I'm super excited, and I don't want to go out there and be halfway up the mountain and uh, be on my hands and knees and be like, <laughs> you guys just go without me. <laughs> <laughs> just um, leave me behind, guys. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, you know, I, I've been uh, actually climbing the stairs everywhere I go around my work. Um, so some days I put in 30 or 40 flights of stairs. Nice. Uh, try to get those legs built up and get some of that cardiovascular work done. Yeah. Um, but then uh, doing some uh, work with uh, my shooting. Last thing I want to do is go up there and be out of breath and can't hit a dang thing. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I've been doing some sporting clays and got a bore cider and, you know, doing the kind of the mounting and, you know, tracing the laser and you know, around the room and stuff like that just to just to keep uh, things fresh on that regard. Uh, but then the other thing I've been doing recently is going through uh, Manu's first aid kit and making sure everything's up to date on that and replacing some of the stuff that I've used and some of the stuff that's expired. Um, last thing I might do is, you know, you get into a porcupine and realize my pliers are in my fishing vest or something <laughs> like that. So, um, so just going, kind of going through that and those are really kind of the things I've been, uh, you know, kind of doing to, to get ready for that trip. Um, so, uh, 
How about you? How have you been? Man, kind of same. Uh, the first aid kit, I've been kind of looking into that the past week myself. Of course, you know, I do that every summer, usually around this time of year, early July. I start looking at it, replacing stuff I've used, anything outdated, stuff like that. Uh, but, yeah, in the, the past few weeks, I've really kind of picked up the uh, conditioning. I've been getting up and running and doing some trail runs with uh, – I, I pick uh, – kind of rotate the girls in and out. So I'll just pick one dog, and then we'll go for a few-mile run or jog and – then I'll put them on a place and work out in the shop or something. And then, yeah, been doing that a little bit every day and trying to find some elevation. But here in Tennessee, like I'm right on the cusp of the uh, Cumberland Plateau. So it's just like I don't have that much elevation change, at least not here where I trail run. But there's a few hills that I can circle around and and hit a few times. But, yeah, it's uh, the Rocky Mountains, man. I, I know that we hunt the Appalachians, you know, and <laughs> and that what and that's that's actually a kind of an interesting thing when you compare mountain ranges, you know, especially if you go where I was out out west in Arizona last year. It's like there's a lot of mountains out there, but it's the Appalachians. While they may not be as high in elevation, this the grade is steeper. Does that make sense? And, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I think that's one of the things to where I don't think it'll be that bad. You know, we're we're kind of accustomed to to walking the the side or sides uh, grading these mountains, looking for these crazy unicorn grouse out here. So as long as we can kind of do that, I think we should be good going to Colorado. But I, I'll kind of leave that up for interpretation once we get out there. <laughs> well, I'm I'm less worried about the grade and more about the altitude. Twelve, fourteen thousand feet. You know, you can get some pretty bad headaches or get sick. And, yeah. And yeah, it could be uh, make stepping uh, up a mountain pretty painful regardless of the grade <laughs> right well that's uh that's something that I, I don't really know what else i could do to to prepare for that right now i mean i guess we you could get that you know what where they have those crazy masks or whatever that kind of simulates it for people but, <laughs> supplemental oxygen <laughs> yeah and you know i'm a pretty hardcore gun dog guy and and upland hunter but i i don't know if you know i'm about to be lebron james on the treadmill with with the, with the mask rolling i don't know if i'm that hardcore but yeah i well, don't know <laughs> well the the altitude could uh, i mean the more physically fit you are definitely the less the altitude affects you but there also seems to be a genetic factor to it i've read i've read a lot of uh, mountaineering books and there's a lot of overweight people that climb everest and don't have a problem <laughs> and then there's a lot of people that run marathons and you know they have you know a lot of problems with altitude so yeah um so yeah so i'm just kind of wondering what that genetic factor is going to be for me so yeah well we'll find out man it's not too far off and you know it's one of those things that there has to be some sort of element of suck for us to enjoy this right like yeah you know we have to embrace the suck it if it's too easy then i won't enjoy it i don't know about you (laughs) well there's got to be a challenge if nothing else i'll sit on a rock and take pictures of you guys climbing up the mountains <laughs> exactly exactly and then I, I know you know besides just the bird hunting you're i know you're excited you're kind of a, a fish junkie as well i know that, that you're a fish biologist by trade so i know you're you're kind of chomping at the bit to uh to to wet a line while we're out there as well and uh yeah you know if i do that I, I, i'm letting you know right now you're gonna have to coach me through a lot of that stuff because i'm i am as green as it gets when it comes to stuff like that well, where we'll be camping is actually close to a lot of gold medal trout streams out there. Um, so it definitely I'll, I'll have a fly rod with me, and, and we'll be catching some trout. And, you know, <laughs> fishing is not a problem. I used to be a fly fishing guide in West Virginia. So. All right. 
Well, I'm looking forward to it, man. We'll, we'll go up some mountains and uh, kill ourselves and then eat eat trout for dinner, if not ptarmigan or blue grouse. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like uh, after three days of ptarmigan hunting, we might uh, want to go fishing for a day. Yeah, yep, I hear uh, you. Well, let's get on into it, man. Let's let's find out what you guys have cooking over at Bird Dog Society. How's everything been going and, and some of the exciting stuff you guys have coming down the pipe? Yeah, you know, Nick, uh, things have been uh, really, really going pretty well lately. Um, so our membership growth has kind of slowed a little bit, but we kind of expected that. You know, we got that initial kind of surge of interested people in there. So we're trying to you know, figure out ways to reach, you know, kind of new audiences and stuff. And, and um, yeah, lately we've really been kind of working on building that sense of community in the uh, bird dog uh, sector. And so we've been doing earlier this month, we did our first pint night, which is just kind of a virtual virtual gathering uh, on Zoom uh, where we talked about bird dog stuff, you know, what you had coming on in the, um, you know, as far as hunting trips and, you know, what you're doing with training with your dog and, and just get to know each other. Um, and that's uh, open all, you know, all bird dog uh, society members uh we're going to be doing that on a quarterly basis and so the next one of those will be in september probably first week of september uh and then we'll do it uh, each quarter um after that and we'll probably have a theme for those just to help guide discussion maybe talk about dog food one time and maybe uh obedience training the next time or something like that just to to guide discussion and kind of get people's thoughts and kind of be a low pressure way for people to ask questions and get to know others in your area yeah, so not like a presentation or episode or anything of sorts, just a bunch of dog folks getting together and talking everything that revolves around owning and hunting dogs. Yeah, and wherever the conversation goes, we'll just let it flow that way. I mean, last time we were talking about bourbon and beer and all kinds of stuff <laughs> that we are drinking. So Imagine that um, somewhere that you go, you guys start talking about bourbon. <laughs> so, um, so we got that and we just did a, uh, we just started a new Facebook uh, group. Mm -hmm. um, so people can go on there and post questions and stuff like that. Um, just to, you know, kind of give people another option to uh, uh, connect um, particularly since we're, you know, are a national organization, we have members all over the U.S. Uh, if you're planning a trip out west, maybe connect with uh, another BDS member or something like that, and you know, get a, a hunt, and maybe you can exchange hunts. You know, yeah. someone take me hunting in Montana, and I'll take you hunting in North Carolina. <laughs> May not be a fair trade. But... <laughs> well, it depends on what you supplement it with. There's certain things in North Carolina you can't do in Montana, but I'd say that uh, you you have to come up with some pretty creative supplementation for that to be a, a fair trade. I think. Uh, well, I think a bull red drum will do the trick. There, there you go. Get them on some so, fishery stuff. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and uh, and kind of outside of that, we're, we, there's a few things that um, you know, kind of we've been working on for a while. Uh, one of that's the workshop, which we have coming up in September, which we're super excited about. That uh, we just released our itinerary for that workshop, uh, and so people can go. It should be on the website here soon. Uh, but they can go to our social media, uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram and stuff like that and find links and um, stuff for that. Um, and, and so we'll have a state biologist talking about bird biology and ecology and stuff like that and places you can find them. And then we'll have three hunters talking about quail, woodcock and waterfowl hunting. Um, and then we'll follow that up with a uh, hunter recruitment coordinator for North Carolina uh, who will be talking about all the resources the state provides and uh, as far as hunters and, and different programs that they have. And then we'll be doing field trips out uh, into the field to kind of 
put all the information that you learn in the uh, uh, kind of the lectures uh, into uh, practice. You know, it's one thing to see a picture of skunk cabbage on a PowerPoint, yeah. uh, but when you're out in the field, you know, and you pick a leaf of it and you smell it, you know, there's a whole different uh, <laughs> set of senses involved there. Right. And you'll probably never forget it again. So, um, and so, uh, so the workshop, we're super excited about that. Um, now that workshop um, is capped at 30 participants. And over the last week, we've upped our promotions of it, given that the itinerary is now out. And so we do expect that to sell out. Um, so if you're interested in doing it, definitely do not delay. Um, right now, it's uh, a third of the way uh, sold out at the moment. Uh, so we have roughly about 20, 20 spots to go. Uh, and three, we still have three more months uh, leading up to it. So, and when did you say that yeah, workshop was again? That is September 30th at the Hoffman Field Trial Grounds here in uh, um, Eberly, North Carolina. Um, so if that's something your people in Virginia, North Carolina, or South Carolina are interested in, or if you want to travel, um, by no means, you know, by all means, it's an all-day event. Um, you know, maybe something people uh, want to take a road trip for. Um, and so they can go to our website to register for that. It's $50 and includes a, a free hot meal. Uh, regis registrations uh, include a uh, packet of goodies. Uh, uh, we have some easy leads from Standing Stone Supply that every participant will get. And we also have uh, some goodies uh, that will be given away as door prizes, too. And so you potentially will be walking away with a hot meal and more uh, in your goodie bag than what you paid uh, $50 to uh, participate in. So Yeah. Uh, so we're pretty excited about that, and I think there's going to be a lot of great information for not only new people into hunting, but people that have been doing it for a while or or wanting to kind of get into waterfowl or get into upland. So, mm -hmm. um, some of the things that we kind of been uh, brainstorming and kind of considering. Um, so I have a trip coming up to South Dakota to hunt the uh, Fort Pierre National Grasslands in uh, October. And uh, as part of that trip, I invited every one of the Bird Dog Society lifetime members on that trip. Uh oh. Um, and so some of those are going to be going to South Dakota with me. Um, and this trip is going to kind of be a uh, um, uh, uh, kind of a uh, beta test. Uh, this might be something we do on an annual basis where if you're a Bird Dog Society lifetime member, uh, we may uh, put together an annual trip just so people that kind of really. Uh, want to be a part of the Bird Dog Society mission and be involved and, and get out there with your dogs and be active. You know, one of the things that, you know, uh, people with dogs um, are a little bit intimidated by is traveling with their dog um, and going out to foreign places for foreign birds. Um, you know, they don't want to travel 30 hours and hunt for a week to see one bird or, right. you know, or, you know, get uh be spending the week picking porcupine quills on the dog. And so, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's, there's strength in numbers in a lot of these trips. And then uh, it just gives us a way to, um, uh, you know, kind of socialize and, 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 you know, continue to build that uh, sense of community like we were talking about. Uh, so that's something we're thinking about doing in the future. And, and our trip in October will kind of be a, a beta test for that. And we'll get some feedback from the lifetime members and other regular members. Um, and are y'all you know, planning on just trip. camping out out there or y'all going to find a place in town? What, what's kind of your thoughts on that? So, so we far? have an Airbnb out there. And so these trips would be uh, very limited. Um, so, you know, if we had 20 lifetime members, it 
you know, it would still be you know limited to probably you know anywhere from five to eight probably uh, just because you know the smaller group the more you know really interactions you can have with them and the more you can make the trip worthwhile um and so you know that's uh, something we're um, kind of looking at um and kind of speaking about traveling your bird dog see how i did that the segue right in the next one <laughs> smooth our <man>. next <laughs> webinar <laughs> our next webinar coming up in july is traveling with your bird dog with jill corn uh, and so that'll be on july 20th and she'll be talking about kind of the things you need to consider when traveling with your dog as far as you know making sure that your dog is healthy and safe um and then uh other things you know i think jill has like I think it's like nine bird dogs or something like that. And they travel mm-hmm. all over the place and she's a, a hunting guide in Alabama. Uh, so she's going to have a lot of um, experience uh, traveling with dogs, not only just singles, but also, you know, a whole chain of dogs. Um, so that's coming up in July. And then we just recently added additional webinars. We're starting to fill out our 2024 webinar um, lineup. And uh, well, we just added one for in August for dock diving one-on-one. And so if you're interested in learning how to do dock diving with your dog, that'll be on August 24th. And then in January, we have a um, presentation on getting into field trials with your dog. And then in February, we have a shed hunting with your bird dog webinar. And, uh, and so that we have all those on, up on the website. Actually, the, uh, the getting into field trials still needs to go up on the web- website, but that should be up this week. Um, but people can go register for those. And the, again, our webinars are free um, to everyone uh, as our initial offering. And what we do with those webinars is we record them uh, as they're going live and we put um, all the videos onto our uh, into a library on our website, which members at that point could watch them on demand. Um, so, so it's not like if you happen to miss it, something comes up, you got kids soccer practice or something. It's not like that you can't go back and revisit it afterwards. Yeah, if you're a Bird Dog Society member, you can go in and watch it as many times as you want. Uh, and that's kind of the um, the goal is to build up a uh, library of resources um, that uh, people, you know, when they get a dog or just have questions, they can go kind of refresh on a certain topic or learn a new topic. Um, a lot of these presentations are, are focused on, you know, being active, engaged with your dog and, and making sure your dog lives the happiest, healthiest life um, that that you can give them as an owner. Yeah. Um, and so you'll kind of see that with the various topics that we have. Um, we do have another one that we recently confirmed, which is talking about blue-green algae blooms. Uh, mm-hmm. That'll be next summer. That'll be next June. Um, myself and uh, Jay Brecky will be given that one. So um, so our right now our 2024 schedule is um, halfway full uh, for webinars. Um, so we're... Um, you know, those have always been popular, and so we're excited about that. Um, and uh, yeah, I think uh, I think for this month, that's kind of our, our updates for this month. We got a few things. Um, we're not really uh, ready to, to announce of, uh, release yet, um, and so uh, one of those might um, we might be ready to announce next month. Uh, next month, we'll have Terry Ann Fernando um, on here giving the update, um, and so she'll be able to. Uh, hopefully, uh, give you an update on that. Nice. Um, but uh, but yeah, we continue to to add stuff to our agenda, uh, continue to grow, um, and uh, we're we recently met with all of our ambassadors, uh, and we're starting to um, look at options to running some of these programs and events and stuff in other states. Um, so we're starting to uh, you know, kind of 
you know, get a foundation here in North Carolina. And now we're starting to look in some other states to see what we can do, um, particularly with our work with the North Carolina Wildlife Resources Commission. There's a lot of things we're doing with them that uh, if it works out well here, I'm sure a lot of other states would be willing to uh, help us uh, in their state to uh, get, you know, hunters uh, recruited and reactivated and, and to retain the hunters they have. Um, and, you know, bird dogs are a big uh, driver um, for the three R's. Um, and so we're, we're doing it to give the dogs a better life. And uh, hopefully the dogs and the resources we provide can can make people better hunters, which the dogs will like that too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, I hear it all the time. I talk to people on a weekly basis, whether they're just now getting into it, or maybe they have been into it for a while and looking for a way to give back. Well, this is it. Just go, go check out bird dog society, sign up, become a member, you know, the sense of community, the, the knowledge and the resources and information. I mean, that's, that's why I, I support you guys and what you guys are doing because it, it truly hits on what everybody claims that they actually want to do. So if you're listening to this and you're brand new, you don't know how to do anything. You've never gone on a trip before. Maybe this, you know, the South Dakota thing is a perfect opportunity for you. And then, you know, if you're listening to this, you obviously care to try and learn or know more about uh, the the dog owner lifestyle or hunting dog lifestyle. Uh, just sign up because these webinars, these Zoom rooms, the, the sense of community and bouncing ideas off of each other, that's how you're going to gain that information. And, uh, you know, it's, it's some valuable stuff that I wish that I had when I, when I was first starting out, I know that. Yeah. And I mean, to put it in perspective, you know, what we're trying to accomplish, you, you can go in and get a family membership for $60 a year and that's less than what you pay for a dog, a premium dog food. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you got dogs and you know, you, um, you, this is a lifestyle you enjoy, um, definitely go on and support for dog society and, you know, by doing that, you know, hopefully uh, we provide things that help support you and your dog. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Jim, if that, if that covers it, I appreciate it. I enjoyed catching up with you. I look forward to us kind of hitting those mountains here in a couple months soon. I look forward to catching up with Terry Ann, see what she's had in going on in her world uh, the past couple months. I know that her podcast is up in full swing, which I'm, I'm looking forward to getting an update on that because she's been doing a great job on that. Anybody's interested in field trials, check out Accidental Bird Dog. Uh, Jim, is that about cover it all, or is there anything we missed? Well, I think that covers, about covers it for now. Um, so, yep. I'll go shoot some sporting clays tomorrow and make sure that uh, I'm not the weak link when it comes to my shooting. <laughs> yeah, we'll see that. You know, I'll, I'll be able to get up and down the mountains, but you'll actually be able to hit the target. So with our powers combined, maybe we'll have a successful hunt. So, <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, I enjoyed it as always, and we'll check back soon. All right. Thanks, Nick. Thank you for listening to GDIY. If you enjoy this podcast, please remember to take a moment to rate, review, and share with a friend. Also, be sure to follow us and our partners on Facebook and Instagram under Gundog It Yourself. If you really enjoy the podcast and would like to contribute even more to the future content, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Gundog It Yourself. Thanks again and happy hunting.
Everyone seems to have the same questions or concerns when they start trying to decide which kennel to purchase for their vehicle. Perhaps it's time to stop asking all the questions and just design the perfect setup that meets your exact needs. B-Pro Kennel specializes in designing and fabricating custom premier dog boxes handcrafted right here in the USA from high grade lightweight aluminum. They'll get you set up with the size dimensions, lighting, storage, battery boxes with solar charging, and anything else you can dream of. Stop stressing over buying the wrong setup, just have to replace it again in a year. Go ahead and check out bprokennels.com and get exactly what you want. If you're considering changing your dog's food soon, then be sure to check out Yukonuba Pro Performance. Their science-backed formulas are designed to take your dog to the next level of performance. They also now have the new puppy formula to help your pup start strong and live active. When looking at all the different food options, remember Yukonuba to help power their ultimate performance. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Bob from Lone Ducks Gun Dog Chronicles podcast. I hope you just enjoyed the episode you just listened to. And if you did, I think you'll enjoy hopping on ours. We've got professional retriever trainers and upland bird dog trainers from across the country and world sharing their tips and tricks and great stories to help you and your dog get ready for the season. We'll see you there.